If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Today's packed show, wow, so you fixed up your home, and it's amazing, almost too amazing for all the money you put into it, right? Now the appraiser can't even see all the improvements, and there's no comparable sales to show or even support what you did. Now what do you do? Well, in studio is the premier residential specialist from Dreamtown Realty. Yeah, Diana Bizdick, and she's going to go over some valuable information. And because I'm the appraiser, too, um, <laughs> I'm going to chime in with her a little bit on that because I also know that cost is not value sometimes, and sometimes there's over-improvements. Um, and then also, the biggest misconception in mortgage lending is how eligibility for a mortgage is determined, and it's not based on the sales price. Well, in studio, to Dispel all the myths versus reality uh, on this is the mortgage expert himself. Yeah, that's Zach Schwartz from Townstone Financial. Hey there, Randy. Good morning. And uh, Dottie Dose, 30-some years in the business, the, one of the biggest reputations I know out there. Um, but she's going to share with us how her story, how she actually got into this uh, real estate business. And I can't wait to hear about that. And then... Um, do you know the six unbreakable do's and don'ts for selling your home? Well, that's perfect timing now, spring, right? In studio is the premier realtor, yes, Meldina Dervisovic. She's the broker owner of Investments Meldina Realty, uh, and she'll let us know. So Diana Bizdick, the premier residential specialist from Dreamtown Realty, this is really a good topic. It hits home, huh, Randy? Sometimes Randy and I could be on opposing ends of the spectrum, and I know this all too well. So, for example, I just actually had this issue happen with one of my listings. So my client over-improved the property. There's really nothing on the market at all that compares to what she did because she's in the suburbs, and it was a beautiful townhome, but she changed it into more of the city-style living where you have granite countertops, you have over-the-top beautiful cabinetry, the stainless steel appliances, all the floors were changed out. She changed out the windows, the patio doors. Everything was done to this property, but in that type of market, there's never been a property like that. So there's a ton of bells and whistles. And of course, the buyer immediately fell in love with it. What typically takes about six or eight months in that area, and that's the area that I'm talking about is Naperville. There's a certain pocket of it. We were under contract with multiple offers within the first three days. Wow. So we were pretty close to list price. We were probably about 30% above what the competition has, and that's because of everything she put into it. So your first stop when you're doing all of this is basically you have to hire a competent realtor. So she did hire me. She did good. So Good job. <laughs> but what I did ask her for was, do you happen to have any of the receipts of the work? Because sometimes, you know what, a buyer may not know what everything is worth. And she lived through this construction for two years. And the peace of mind of actually being able to turn the key might be valuable to the buyer, but we did know that we would probably run into an appraisal issue. There was nothing like that for the past year that has sold. So we went up and down the area. There was some things, but they were pretty far out that I would say would be comparable. How do you feel about that, Randy? Do you run in those issues? Well, um, what I see is this. If the houses in this particular subdivision and neighborhood are selling from 200 to 300 on the high end, 
and somebody put two hundred thousand into it. And now they're trying to sell it for four fifty or five hundred. That's considered an over improvement, and you just blew two hundred thousand dollars because cost then is not value; it's an over improvement. Because if somebody was wanting to buy a four hundred fifty thousand dollar home, they're going to go to the subdivision where the houses are four fifty to five hundred, not into the subdivision where they're two hundred to three hundred thousand. So maybe your house wasn't that over. Improved, improved, yeah. and maybe let, let's say the houses were selling from two to three hundred, and yours was probably selling like for three fifty. You're yeah. still okay. That's yeah. that's close enough. Yeah, but the key is um, you have to go to a competing area, and typically the underwriters want it not only in the same MLS but the same elementary school district. Yeah, exactly. And then also sometimes you have to consider it might not run into an issue if a buyer has a substantial down payment, but if they don't, there Correct. is yeah. Or if it's a cash buyer, that would be your ideal circumstance. Let's say the house sold for three hundred and twenty-five thousand list price, and the highest comp was three hundred. Well, the underwriter comes back and says, "You can come up with the extra twenty-five thousand, or if you've got twenty or twenty-five percent down, now it doesn't matter." Yeah, and that's exactly that's what actually happened with my client. So we went Good, back. Good, lucky. To, yeah. So the buyer was a really strong buyer. She understood. We, I actually asked for a copy of the appraisal. Also, one number one thing, and this drives me crazy. When I'm representing a buyer and the listing agent calls me and says, your appraiser called, but I'm not going to go to the appraisal. Can you meet your client's appraiser? That's fine. Great. I'll give them my comps, downing the price now. Right. But as a listing agent, you should be at every single appraisal. I, I agree. came ready and able to help the appraiser out. I was the listing agent. I said, here are the receipts we have. Here's all the information that we have. Here's the improvements. This is the age of the roof. This is how the association is run. I gave him each and every little detail of information about the property from when she bought it just a mare like five years ago till today so that this way he would be armed and ready. Of course, we did run into that appraisal issue, as we discussed, but we also noticed that he never took into account any of the upgrades. That was never accounted for. He just Imagine that, incompetent appraisers. Yeah, he just basically took the last sale in the neighborhood and did exactly the same price. There was, and the last sale it never had like, any upgrades. You know, they're, they're rated C1, typically would be new construction. C2 is a complete re- remodel like yours is, and so maybe some appraisers just cookie-cuttered and said everything was C4 average. Yeah, you can't exactly. do that. You, you can't, can't do that. No. no, he didn't do his homework and things like that. So he didn't know the exact cost. But luckily, we had a great buyer. And she's like, listen, I, you know, basically, he went and said that it was worth roughly about thirty five, forty thousand dollars $40,000 less than what the contract price was. And because that was based on the last sale. And what had happened was the buyer said she she looked at the appraisal. We had a really good buyer's agent who is actually certified as an appraisal as of last week. She's like, let's go through this. And they both recognized the fact that none of these items were accounted for. And the attorney then got involved. He's like, well, let's just split it half-half. Well, you can't really split it half-half. And the You buyer- have to put those improvements on the appraisal report and, and give it the C2 very good condition uh, exactly. category. Yeah, and so luckily we had that reasonable buyer, and she just came back and was like, listen, I know you even spent more than what we're paying, but here's where I'd be comfortable at. And that worked amazingly between the agent and her and my sellers being a little bit reasonable. We renegotiated a little bit. But a lot of times the buyers will walk away if they don't get, you know, if they they don't want to pay a penny above the appraisal value. So they've, and I've been in that situation before too. 
some of the other situations that I've been in when that happens too is again save all of your receipts I think it's a little bit easier too if we're working with like say downtown Chicago so I have clients that combined units to increase square footage guess what there was nothing in that building that actually was of that size so then we went through and picked sister buildings of the same class and tier like you were saying, Greg. I, I wish more realtors were like you because when a realtor comes to the property and shows me three, four pages of improvements and details and prices, what they did to the property, and gives me a platter survey, maybe mm-hmm. blueprints if it's newer construction, and listings and sales in the neighborhood, boy, I'm all over that because you know the area better than me. I've seen deals where appraiser says, oh, no, I can't take any information from you. No, that's a bunch of BS because the appraiser needs to be educated as much as you and get as much information about the neighborhood and the sales as you to do an accurate job. And not every appraiser is like you, Randy, because I've had some of them just basically tell me to scratch with my comps. And that's because wrong. They know what you just doing. need to call yeah. me next time. But at the, speaking of calling, I know you always make yourself available after every show and not just Monday through Fridays. You're one of the good ones out there. So how can somebody get a hold of you for more information? You could call me or text me at 312 312- Five five zero eight three one three again three one two five five zero eight three one three or Diana Homes Online. Just enter your info. I'll be glad to email and chat up with you. Also, get onto Facebook right now. Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. I have videos of everybody in the studio, so it's really a great, exciting show. And speaking of some great, exciting information here, I always get an education when Townstone Financial is in here. Oh, Randy. And the biggest misconception in mortgage lending is how eligibility for a mortgage is determined. I thought it's just. What's your credit score? And then they cookie cutter the same thing for everybody. <laughs> no, but, but Randy, Here's we get Zach Schwartz. He'll tell us. Yeah. So at Townstone <laughs> Financial, we get the phone ringing, and one of the first questions I get from these prospective home buyers, and this isn't your fault, because a lot of you first time home buyers and you don't know, but the biggest question is, what price can I afford? One hundred fifty, two hundred fifty, three hundred, and the problem is your eligibility is never is never based off a purchase price. You've got two things that you've got to worry about. Of course, credit is one of the big things, but the other two things... And I don't want to get hold, rush you at all. I want to hear those other two things for qualifications, uh, but we're coming to a quick break Good right teaser, now. though. Oh, my gosh. Stay tuned. I want to hear what Zach says from Townstone Financial. This is really key information, too, because everybody else just advertises interest rates and credit and blah, blah, blah. They're just all generic. And we're going to get to the nuts and bolts of this and dispel the myths first reality. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Thank you so much for making us your Sunday habit. And thank you so much for being here year after year with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. It's so good. It's so good. feels so good to me. It's so good. It's so good. Welcome back to Real Estate Revealed on AM560 The Answer. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And right before the break, we were talking with the mortgage expert himself. Yeah, that's Zach Schwartz from Townstone Financial. And he was dispelling the myths versus reality about the biggest misconception in mortgage lending is how eligibility is determined. Zach, love it. Because purchase price, that's the call I get all the time. Someone calls up Townstone Financial. They ask, what can I afford? 150 250 And that's never the right question. The question is, how much of a monthly payment can you afford? Because somebody that is eligible for one particular $200,000 property, they could find a $50,000 shack and not be eligible for it. Maybe it's on a golf course and it's got a $5,000 a month 
fee to be a member of the course. And you know what? That one 200 property you're eligible for, but the 50000 you aren't because the monthly payment on the $50,000 could theoretically be higher than the $200,000 property. Now, I don't know what golf course that is necessarily, but that's how you have to be looking at mortgage eligibility in terms of monthly payment. I've done condos on Oak Street yeah. downtown. What can the assessments it's, be? It's 2200 a month. So that $2,000 a month, you could. some people could get that place and, and not even qualify for a $10,000 mortgage on that because the assessment eats up the monthly liability. Well, that high they taxes, can, too. High taxes. Mm-hmm. It's all about the monthly payment, not about the purchase price. All about the monthly payment. Great points, Ed. Not about the purchase price. Um, one of the interesting things, though, going into that previous segment about the home appraisals, though, that hits us lending hard because when you're getting a loan, when you're doing 20% down to avoid that PMI, it's not going to be based on that purchase price. If the appraisal comes in low, that means extra money that that person that's buying the house, that they have to put down. So it may not be just because you know a low appraisal, they, they walk away because they think they're getting a bad deal. They might think the place is worth the full value, but because of that low appraisal, they now have to change their financial picture. They have to increase their down payment, and that just may not be feasible for them. So a poor appraisal can ruin a deal on so many fronts. So I think that's amazing that, you know, because the best realtors in the business, they make the appraiser's job easier. They make, you know, Randy is the best appraiser in the business, but it doesn't hurt when the appraiser, when the realtor gives him the packet of information, gives him the best comps to use, and to me, that is going to make Randy's job easier. That's going to make the house sell better. And that's going to make me as a loan officer at Townstone Financial, it's going to make my job easier too. And as buyer, seller, everyone's going to be happier yes. when everybody else, all the other professionals that are working on that deal, when everyone has their act together and they're professionals. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Zach Schwartz here, the mortgage expert from Townstone Financial, and he's given us some valuable information about the misconception about eligibility for a mortgage and how it's actually deter- determined. Yep. One of the other cool things that have opened up, though, this past year is not about overbuilding your house past you know the rest of the market, but let's say you have a house that you know the neighbors all have bigger and nicer houses than you. We've recently opened up rehab loans where we can basically get you a mortgage loan now based on the value that's appraised on the the future value you have two bedrooms two baths but all your neighbors are are three or four bedrooms more bathrooms you can upgrade your house and get the money based on the future value because before these rehab loans before you had access to them you could say i want to build an addition to my house but if you didn't have enough equity based on the current value of the of the home, you weren't getting that loan. You weren't going to be able to do that rehab project. And this is looking to be a, a huge segment moving forward right now. Um, of course, spring's coming up, home buying season, but also home rehabbing season. If you think you need to put in that extra work before you go and turn around and sell your house, you got to reach out to Townstone today because these rehab loans are an excellent, excellent product for you. So and, and I'm glad you brought it up because I don't know a lot of mortgage companies that are doing that. Uh, but if they give you the plans and specs and it's all approved with the city, absolutely. It's it's you know, we 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 have to get you a HUD certified counselor if the rehab amount's going to be over $50,000, but 
that's actually for everyone's protection in it because one of the biggest delays in the rehab loan is not having the proper bids um, because, again, that'll make the appraiser's job easier, that'll make the underwriter's job easier, that'll make my job easier. And happy professionals in the transaction, good transaction. Really, and what I've re- actually learned from you is really valuable. Um, it's not how much of a house I can afford. Like you said, because a $100,000 house or condo may have an extra $1,000 of fees that blows takes you over not qualifying. And so... It's you know if somebody just just tells you here's a pre-approval letter you can buy this amount of house that's very misleading. That's what you're gonna get though if you I don't I'm not gonna list any of their names but you picture those Correct. those places that can advertise you know during the big sporting events or, or on right. national TV right. they're not local and they're gonna give you that generic pre-qualification letter that has a purchase price on there and you're gonna be upset when you put in an offer you get it accepted. Get the whole deal in the underwriting just to find out you don't qualify. I really right. like to do, I like to send a property out just all information of the property and get a specific approval for that property. And I, that's what we do at Townstone, custom pre-approval letters at Townstone Financial per property, Thank per you. offer. I love it. Oh, wow. Zach, how can somebody get a hold of you? I, I know they're going to have questions. Call me right now, 312-896-2114. Slower? 312-896-2114 or just visit townstone.com. Love it. And you want to see, uh, I got videos right now. Just go to Facebook, Real Estate Revealed on I Facebook. I got a face for radio though, Randy. He does. Oh my God, the charming. <laughs> yeah, you're at least better looking than your boss. You got hair. Oh, say Barry, just kidding, Barry, if you're listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barry's the greatest. He didn't hear this. So um, speaking of great information, um, we are lucky to have uh, Dottie Dose. She's the president of... Uh, Echo Home Inspections. And I've always said on the show, she's not the home inspector. She's the president. This is her company that she actually owns. And she's got a great team of home inspectors that work for her. But, um, Dottie, I, I want to know, how did you get involved in all this? Okay, all the way back in the 70s, we moved from Chicago all the way to the suburbs, which then there was no highways. I mean, it was pretty pretty desolate out here. You were um, out there. I know, I know. But we moved into Roselle. And the, the men that sold us at my home... Back then, a lot of the real estate offices, believe it or not, were real estate and insurance. That's how really, yeah, yeah, really, it was crazy. It was crazy. So I was working in the office, and I said, you know, I really can't work here because I've got a little one. And but you know, she was always um, brought up next to adults, so she was used to that. And he's like, no, no, I really need you. I think you'll be fantastic. And so we took a bedroom in the house. It was on Roselle Road and Schomburg Road. Um, and we took a bedroom in the house, and she watched TV or whatever, and I worked. And pretty soon I was doing all kinds of insurance things. And then, lo and behold, believe it or not, he sent me out to do some real estate stuff. I did not have a license, okay? And, and finally I said, you know what? I went to a closing. He sent me to a closing with some paperwork. And the attorney, and I still work with that attorney now, is home inspections. And he said... You know, how long have you had your license? And I said, I'm just delivering papers. I said, but right, right. I'm just delivering papers. But anyways, after that, I went and I got my license. And then um, what we did was we moved out of our first house and went into our second home. We were there for a while. And I don't know if you guys remember when um, interest rates got to be 18%. That yeah. was crazy. That was pretty much when I left um, real estate. And we built a Lindahl Cedar Log Home. And I built and general contracted those for 10 years. That gave me a lot of knowledge as well. Plus, my husband 
was a guy that could fix everything. The only thing you wouldn't want him to do is cock a tub. He couldn't cock a tub, but he could do everything. Unfortunately, he passed away just a few weeks ago. Um, actually, so two that. months ago. But um, And he had dementia. So for a long time, he couldn't do anything. But it was really good that I had all this knowledge with real estate. You guys are probably lucky in some way and unfortunate in others with some things with the real estate, with the internet and stuff we when we were in real estate they came and delivered our papers and we were only as good as our book was we actually on every sheet had to took a reduction or a price increase or whatever it might be it was horrible before you know the internet and the mls but we had to go as appraisers go into real estate offices and scroll through a 50 page or 30 page book right and that's how we found out what the price was. So it was similar to what we were doing. <laughs> and the address, yes. It was similar to what we were doing oh at the real gosh. estate office. Th- this is Dottie Dose. She's the president of Echo Home Inspections, and she's got a lot more to share with us, and I don't want to rush her at all. But we're just coming up to a quick break here. We've also got in the studio Maldina Dervisevich, broker owner of Investments Maldina Real Estate. And uh, we've got the premier residential specialist, Diana Bizdick with Dreamtown Realty. And, of course, the know-it-all himself in the mortgage industry, Zach Schwartz from Townstone Financial. We'll be right back. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. like that even on Sunday mornings oh my gosh are you dancing right now in your in your car or the kitchen table oh my gosh don't be dancing in the car yeah right <laughs> I can't sing I, I can't sing but I can dance and uh, wow welcome back to real estate revealed on am560 the answer I'm Randy Barcella your show host and what a packed house we have today we've got the mortgage expert Zach Schwartz with Townstone Financial we have Meldina Dervisevich and she's with investors Meldina Realty and we have the residential specialist herself from Dreamtown and that's Diana Bizdick and uh, just before the break, we were going over um, the president, the owner of Echo Home Inspections, um, Dottie Dose, and she was sharing some great information about the history of it. Okay, so basically when I left real estate, it was 18%, and I went to building and general contracting the Lindahl log homes. Everybody said, well, why did you do that? The interest rate was still 18%. Bottom line was, it was a high-end home. They really didn't care. They didn't care what the interest rate was. And I actually got mine in a little bit less than that. But anyways, what was funny. But I could only show my home. After 10 years, I couldn't show my home anymore because things have changed. You know, windows change. uh, All kinds of things have changed. And a neighbor of mine came across and said, I love the way you do business. I want to do business with you. And I said, that's fine. He said, let's do appraisals or let's do home inspections. That is really when it started in 1989. So we were one of the first ones that started in the, in the home inspection industry. And I said, well, I don't want to do appraisers because you have to work under someone for two years. I don't know if that's still the same, Randy, is it? Well, it's difficult. Uh, it's almost impossible to be an appraiser now because, uh, first of all, they said you have to have a college degree. Then you have to take a whole year and a half of classes uh, for, and then you have to go on the field, 100 appraisers one year, 100 appraisals another year with a certified appraiser. So after the fourth year, year, you could be a certified appraiser now. Okay. But since nobody's came in the, come in the business, maybe one per year, and all the schools have closed down, they took away, I believe, the uh, you have to have a college degree. But yeah, it takes three years minimum to become an appraiser. It's really hard. Nobody's getting in the business. Yeah, and because I was always on... you. 
because I was always on my own. I really didn't want to work under someone for a couple of years. So that's why we decided to do home inspections. Um, at that time, this was supposed to be a little bit of a little something to do, not something, a major thing. Um, the guy that came to me actually um, was only around for about six months. They owned property in Minnesota. His wife was a postal worker, and the postmaster r- retired, so she stayed. She never came home. I took it over, and then right at that time, my husband got hurt at work. And so this little something to do became a full-time keep a roof over my head and keep the family going. And now you have a great business. It's grown a a lot. You've got a big team of home inspectors. Yes. Um, Just really exciting story. Yeah, so that's how it started. And people will ask me now, you know, when are you going to retire? You don't need to retire when you love what you do. And I love what I do, and I think it shows to all my people. I love it. And if somebody needs to get a hold of you to get a home inspection done, I know you have a good team of home inspectors that work for you. Um, How can they get a hold of you? They can call me at 847-417-7102 or text me. Again, that's 847-417-7102. Thank you. Dottie Dose, great information. Glad you're part (laughs) of the big show here. Um, And speaking of great information, and when I ask her for talking points, she writes me books, and I got like six pages here, but she's so fun. (laughs) Meldina Dervisevich. Uh, Thank you. Thank she's you, the broker Andy. owner of Investors Maldina Realty Group, and uh, this is really good. It applies right now. And I, Diana, you hit on some of this uh, a la- couple weeks ago. Six unbreakable do's and don'ts for selling your home quickly, easily, and for the best possible price. Good morning, Maldina. Good morning. Yes, we're having fun. Um, I really agree with Ari. Thank you so much for saying that because we have to love what we do. If you love what you do, it shows results. It, and it, give, it gives us like a happiness every day because we, we just love to help people. And I, I really do. And I wanted to brag a little bit. I just yesterday got nominated from top, uh, for top producer from Chicago Association of Realtors. Congratulations. Awesome. Yes, wow. Big applause. Line. It's so exciting. And I wanted to thank all my... <laughs> thank you. <laughs> because I really like what I do. I didn't feel I did so much. I didn't expect it. And I wanted to thank all my listeners, my friends, my family for all the support I had. And for a great year, I had 2018 and actually 2019 and started really, really good good. Chicago is on fire. Uh, we are selling a lot of real estate. And I wanted to uh, give you some up uh, do's and don'ts for spring market because you need to get ready to sell your house. And if you do want to sell your house, um, you know, how do you call uh, first time home buyers or sellers? I, I want to tell you how I call my first time. What? What? <laughs> I call them virgins. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I want if you're a virgin and selling and buying, yes, you, you want to listen to this because it's really important. If you're not, it's still you, you want to get some tips. Uh, so the, the, the Number one thing is choose your realtor. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> choose with extreme care. And I want to give you some ideas what you should ask your realtor to. to, to well, um, I, I know for a fact, if you go out to realestatereveal.net, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.net, we have three of the best realtors in Northern Illinois. And I've seen, you know, I'm associated with hundreds and hundreds of realtors, but Maldina Dervisevich is one of the best in the industry, and there's no doubt. You hear her month after month after month. I'm so excited that we finally partnered with, I've been wanting her on my show for so long, um, Diana Bizdick with Dreamtown Realty, Stephanie Bos- Stephanie from Keller Williams Success Real Estate, um, just amazing women. So congratulations again to all of you. And Girl power. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, you have to, to actually work with somebody that is passionate about what they do, like Mel- like Maldina here. Hey, we're coming up to a quick break. I want to hear some more with these 
really intelligent women on my show. Have to say. That's it. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed on AM560 The Answer. And you don't want to miss the next segment what to do and not to do when selling your home quickly, easy, and for the best price. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. I need you, audience. I need you, Dottie. I need you, Diana. I need you, Meldina. I need uh, Zach. Wow. I need hey. you, Randy. Thank you. <laughs> well, she got to it first. And Thank we you. need all of these sellers because Meldina yes. here is going to be covering a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, yeah, this is important. Before the break, and I didn't want to rush her at all, there are six unbreakable do's and don'ts for selling your home quickly, easily, and for the best price and... Um, Rule number one, before the break, she says, choose your realtor with extreme care. And, of course, get to realestatereveal.net. We have the best on our show. So Next. here we go. You're calling your realtor. You want to uh, you know, interview your inter- uh, realtor, and you want to ask him a question. So what questions do you ask him? So the, what do you ask? Oh, how much do you charge? That's it. <laughs> I, I, I heard the only way to choose a realtor is it's call like, Oh, you charge realtors. 5%, 6%? Oh, okay, hang up. Let me call the other but, realtor. Right, and yeah, they're 3%. Mistake. But now here's what I tell people. If somebody is willing to basically take a haircut on their commission so quickly, think about how willing they are to be, negotiate a lower sales price on your behalf when you're on the sell side. Diana and Meldina, I've heard commercials money. this week and said we sell for 1%. That is so absurd. You get what you pay for. That's right. <laughs> well, not only that, are your properties going to be shown properly because they're going to get less That's And junior assistants are going to be covering it because there's no way that somebody like Meldina is going to be charging 1% on a listing side knowing how much she puts into it or myself knowing you d- I know how much extra marketing you do that all costs money right. so what you're going to pay somebody to sell their home you know what I've always said if you think it's too expensive to hire an expert wait till you hire an amateur Right. And then, you know, ask the question, your realtor. Don't ask just that, please. You can ask the commission. You definitely have to know how much you're going to be paying for the closing and what is your closing cost. But ask how many uh, uh, homes they sold in their career, how many transactions they had in the last 12 months. Uh, the last. Oh, I never, I never heard of that. And, yes. and the break, Diana was uh, talking about a realtor who was criticizing and only sold three houses. So what's that like, tell you? Exactly. Yeah, or just give them a, give them a lot of questions. Uh, give them, ask the phone numbers of last three happy clients and ask for or actually why some of your listings didn't sell. So uh, you just have to ask questions of your own. Be comfortable with them. And then if you also, I would when you sign your contract, you need to know if you can get out of the contract if you're not happy with the performance. Because this is another thing. If they're guaranteeing your performance, uh, see if you can get out if you're not, you're not happy with them. Um, and if they're also working full-time. You don't want to have an agent who has nine-to-five job and he's not answering the phone. All these buyers are calling and they're not answering. It's going to be tough to sell your home and you're going to lose. So you're getting the discount, but you're not selling your home or you're losing money by selling the home. Not, it's a big no-no. Also, uh, when you're selling a house, before you want to put it in the market, I would consult with accountant and uh, also I would assign with a banker because if you're going to move into the new house, you need to know if you can actually get approved for the new house. You know, you, I had a situation where the, the seller the seller had um, sold, wanted to sell her house and I said to her, let's just wait until we, um, you know, get pre-approved. 
she kind of didn't like that idea, but she went along with it. She went to get approved, and guess what? She couldn't get approved for a new house, even if she sell her, sell her house. Yeah, what would have happened if she went and she sold her house? Yes, there you go. My goodness. <laughs> so we call, call the lender and, and you find know what? out. When, when people are asking for what's the cheapest commission you can possibly give me, let's say your mom and dad or your husband or wife is going in for open heart surgery. Are you going to call the I hospital? I want the cheapest surgeon. I want the cheapest surgeon? Are you kidding me? Yeah. But you know what? Here's the thing. In addition to experience, what Maldina and myself and Stephanie also bring to the table is a host of marketing experience. Right. And also Maldina and I, and as well as Stephanie, we all have buyers possibly for your property. So it's not just about commission. It's about bringing everything to the table. We have a network of people right. that we work with, everything else. Yeah, there's agents out there that I had closings with and they don't even have a, like a, they, they, they don't even have a cell phone. I mean, you you have to DocuSign is like mandatory or, da, or da, do that loop, that, that loop yeah. right? That's like, there's these, these documents so you can get electronically signed. It just makes it much easier, but you definitely want also your realtor to explain you what you're signing. There's a new contract coming out. We just got a new 7.0 contract. Um, there's always new rules, disclosures. So you want your realtor to know what they're doing. And that's that's important. As I say, call accountant, call the banker. Why um, accountant? Uh, because let's say you ha you bought a property a year ago and you want to resell it, you have to pay uh, capital a capital gain tax, tax. So you want to know how much that's going to cost you. Um, and then also pay attention to condition of your home. Let's say um, you want to, um, you know, sell it, but then you, you, there's a little things to be done. You had a whole show on that, so yeah. thank you for that. But I don't want to just get in details, but you want to have something decorated or you painted and get it nicely um, ready for, for the sale. Um, big problem what the sellers do, it's underpriced, overpriced property. You can even do it. Just pricing it right, it's a big uh, big things for the uh, selling a real estate. You want to make sure it's priced correctly, and uh, um, marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sell for passive marketing approach. We need to. Um, it's not just about hey, I'm going to slap the pictures in sideways right, in the MLS. Right. We need those pictures. We need like a good virtual tour. We need uh, uh, all all the marketing materials, but also we need to know all the neighbors and and areas and and right marketing program for what kind of program you're going to have for that house. So, you know, and then as, as a realtor, sometimes if the seller wants to price it higher and, and, and they're not realistic, we sometimes have to say no. Yeah. If it's, well, that's going to be wasting you know, everyone's time. Because if, you... if they're going to waste your time and if they're not going to go along with you, uh, we as a realtor have to say no to, to that and just move on to the next dealer or next uh, buyer or seller, actually sell in this case, that is more reasonable. And, and you know what? I know yeah, you you're not an order taker. Right. I know you have a few more talking points. We're coming up to a quick break again. Wow. Valuable information. I hope you're taking notes. And if you missed any part of this segment, just get out to the website tomorrow, realestatereveal.net. Click on listen to past shows. You can listen to this over and over and take notes. Or better yet, just call our co-host today. Tomorrow, it doesn't matter. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you're listening to Real Estate Revealed on AM 560 The Answer. Thank you so much for making us your Sunday habit. We'll be right back. Now, back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Barcella.
You're like, heaven on earth, I can't take my eyes off of you. You're too good to be true. I can't sing at all, but you know this is one of the greatest songs, and happy Sunday morning. Welcome back to Real Estate Revealed on AM 560 The Answer. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And just before the break, um, Maldina Dervisevich, she's the broker owner of Investors Maldina Realty Group, and she just announced today that she is nominated for a big production award for Chicago Board of Realtors. Yeah, top Congratulations. Producer top producer. Yes, yes, That's amazing. It is amazing. I'm very excited. Oh my gosh. I was happy to see that come through in my email yesterday. And it's Meldina and Realty, not Ad Properties, not Caldwell Banker. <laughs> it's Meldina's top producer. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, so we were talking about the do's and don'ts uh, when you're selling a property and what to do. And basically, um, you just want to work with experienced agents, as I said. And, you know, sometimes we as agents have to say no to, to our clients that, um, you know, they want to overprice. And I had a situation that I didn't say no. And um, I listed a two-flat in Chicago, and uh, it was my market analysis said it was list- listing price should be 410 or 400 I mean, actually better, 400 And she's like, oh, I want to list it for 440 I'm like, there's no way it will go for to 440 It needs work. Well, I went along with it. I listed it because she was a friend of the family. Four forty, um, she gets an offer uh, four hundred. Mm-hmm. She rejects it. Um, basically, she rejects the offer. Later on, she gets like four or five. She accepts the four or five. We go on with this offer. The client. She just like, I could have get more. And she cancels the deal after seven days. Wow. It goes back on the market, and later offers were coming in were like three fifty, because it was. On the market already for a couple of months. Yeah. People saw it sitting there. Um, it cost you three seventy-five. Yes. I wasted so much of yes. my time. Yes. Uh, three eighty, the most she got. She could not get close to four hundred anymore, and we took it off the market. So, so we're gonna realize it back. In so your checklist spring. of the six do's and don'ts to guarantee things go smoothly when selling your yes. houses now. How can somebody get a hold of you to get this information? Please call me on my cell phone anytime except ten to five a.m. Seven seven three. 491-9045-773-491-9045. And for the best expert mortgage advice, uh, I advise that you contact Townstone Financial, Zach Schwartz. Yeah, give me a call, 312-896-2114. Fantastic. And Diana Bizdick, the Dreamtown Realty uh, Residential Specialist. How can somebody get a hold of you? I can make your dreams come true. Call me at 312-550-8313. Again, 312 312- Five five zero eight three one three. Dottie Dose, president of Echo Home Inspections. Hi, um, eight four seven four one seven seven one zero two. We answer all calls. Try to within fifteen minutes. Eight four seven four one seven seven one zero two. Fantastic, and I like to thank the other. Uh, co-hosts from the show that are not here today, but they'll be here next week. Michael Barrett, our premier real estate attorney. Stephanie Boswell, realtor from Keller Williams Success Realty. George Hoffman, our special and talented producer with AM560. And you know me, Randy Barcella. I always like to finish the show with inspirational quotes. And if you go to my Facebook page, you see that every single week. Um, Here's one for you. Life happens to all of us. It's how we react to everything that's the difference between where we are now and where we deserve to be. We can't direct the wind, but we can adjust our sails. You see, you don't always have control over what happens to you in life, but you do have control over what you do with that experience. And you know what? When everything seems to be going against you, remember that the airplane takes off against the wind, not with it. Um, Thank you so much for making us your Sunday habit. If you missed any part of today's show, get out to the website tomorrow. 
there's a whole year and a half of podcasts. It's a free library, realestaterevealed.net. Just click on uh, listen to past shows, and you can l- look at the biographies of everybody on the show. What a team that we have here. And this morning, right now on Facebook, just get out. You want to see the videos of everybody on the show? Yeah, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. I have videos there right now. And um, let me let you go with one more last thought here. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. So be good to yourself, be good to others, and tell someone each day that you love them. Can't wait to see you here next Sunday morning on AM 560 The Answer. I'm Randy Barcella, and you're listening to Real Estate Revealed.